The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Feel it coming in the air. Yeah. And the screams from everywhere. Yeah. I'm addicted to the thrill. I'm ready. It's a dangerous Stop. love affair. Can't be scared when it goes down. Got a problem, tell me Stop. now. Only thing that's on my mind is who's around this town tonight. Hey, welcome to another point of our sports talk. We are live on the Wolf's Sports Network. 888-346-9144 if you want to call in. we got Alex Clancy in the studio. Yo. got Cindy Liska. And Deborah Debris is on her way, so we'll get down and dirty with her. We're not sure which segment, probably three, maybe four. Um, but we got a lot to talk about. If you listened to the show before, you know it's going to move fast, and you know we determine if we want to go to break or not. So, which like means, that. yeah, okay, good to go. I've I seen some numbers. How was you guys Thanksgiving? It's good. <clears throat> good? It's good. That was good. I was drunk. You were? No, not you. Crown? Uh... Crown Maple is a new thing, but mm. then I got that XO. It's a new XO. It's pretty good. It's smooth. Mm. Yeah. So it's easy to get drunk off, I guess. You was in Vegas, Cindy? I was in Vegas. I got to meet Gail Sayers this weekend. I was pretty excited. I'm not going to lie. Kansas Comet. Kansas Comet. Kansas Comet. Kansas Comet. Yeah, University of Kansas. I mean, all the great ones go there. Uh, most of the great ones go there. <laughs> yeah. All the great ones go to Kansas. Uh, <clears throat> Uh, who else? John Hadle, John Riggins. I, I can keep going, but we got a show to do. And we have cupcakes in here. And cupcakes, and uh, this is my birthday week. December third is my birthday, so I'm expecting a lot of gifts, presents, and money. I'm starting. You know when you get a birthday card, you still look for money at this age. Do you still open it up and say the money's, <laughs> the money's gonna fall? Where's that twenty dollars? Yeah, no, my grandpa. <laughs> I still do that. Yeah. I still uh, I still look for money in birthday cards. I don't know why. It's a, it's a habit. I love that. <laughs> All right, we got Deborah Debris coming in. She was all uh, Hollywood, Hollywood as yeah, usual. She got on her Matrix uh, glasses. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Matrix glasses and Starbucks. Does it get any better? Mm-hmm. Hey, look, I, I see some numbers. Uh, let me let me ask you guys. The staggering. It was interesting. It was one out of forty-four black coaches get a second get a second uh, chance. Uh, but the one out of four, the one out of it was the one out of forty-one. I should say. One in the out, NFL? No, in uh, college. College, football, college. college football. But it's not the it's not the one that I was staggering. It was the it was the forty one. I didn't know there was forty one black head coaches yeah. in, 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 uh, at major colleges, major football program, BCS schools. I, I didn't know that. Um, and then I look at uh, I heard some numbers, and it was okay. They hired four in 92, 98, There were eight, and then I guess. Uh, 2001 or 2002, there were two. They hired hmm. everywhere else. Yeah. But they're not hiring in college football. And if, I, if I'm the if I'm the coach, I mean, I'm hiring the best. I don't care what your color. You can be green. Yeah. You can be green. I'm hiring the best uh, coach for my team, for the university. And that, and that's all that's predicated on is school. If you get these guys in and out of school, you change these boys to men, and they be productive as long as they come to school for the right reason. But there's some universities where you go into school to play football. 
Yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, and you look at Colorado, their coach just got fired. Uh, I mean, he was, uh, they, they have an awful, awful, Dan Hawkins did a horrible job of uh, recruiting. Ago. Yeah, I mean, and this is still, it's still starting to be like a trend there now. I mean, they've always been a football school. I mean, take away uh, Chauncey Billup years with basketball. But Dan Hawkins had two or three good years at Boise State and then was given the keys to the to the kingdom, and he you know reduced it to rubble at this point. And Did some of that have to do with leaving his son in far longer than he should have at quarterback? Maybe. I mean, that might be the scapegoat at this point. I don't know. I don't know but if their quarterback, if their quarterback, uh, uh, you know, what, talent what, what has been there has been there for years and years. Well, they had a program where they had a head coach for five years. He was there for five years, and they didn't win. Um, if I'm the head coach or if I'm applying for the head coaching job, obviously you have your PowerPoints and you're going on and you're talking to the, uh, the deans, you're talking to the um, athletic director, those who those who matter to get this job. Well, at some point you got to say, I want to put a stamp on this program as far as this is why you hired me. I need to know why you hired me. Uh, I can give my interviews all I want to, but I need to know why you're hiring me. You can't give me two years to fix a program that was terrible for four years. That's like me running for president and only giving me one term. Yeah, but I mean, they won. They won like three. They won three league games in two years. I mean, I think the real problem is Eric Bieniemy, which is interesting because he was such a stud uh, when he played there. He was there for a long time yeah. as a running back coach. Yeah, and and he's. I mean, it's. Um, I think the problem may lie with him because he's still a name in Colorado and always will be. Sometimes you might just have to cut ties. I don't know. No, I mean, sometimes you do, but I'm, I can't. I'm not going to hire you, Alex, and give you two years to change my program, who's been terrible for five years. That would be doing you a disservice, and that would be doing the kids a disservice. Now you got to go find you another coach. You got to find you another coach, and how much time do you get him? There's a lot of the, the number, and I go back to the beginning. The number forty-one was amazing to me. Mm-hmm. Even more interesting was the number one was. It's only one coach that had a second chance at a college level. And, and I didn't even pay attention to it because I'm thinking, you know, you college, you like your teams, you like who you like. So you watch those teams, but you forget that uh, most of these guys, you, how are you going to recruit in certain, certain areas? I mean, you got to have assistant coaches that probably can do that. It's still, it's still suspect to me in the college rankings where there's only been 41. And I didn't know that. I, I just thought it was crazy. I didn't know that, but and then only one getting a second job, yeah. a second chance. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, you can't ask me to turn her and we'll get off Colorado. Cena, that's your, that's your place. Yeah, I was going to say, I don't want to get off Colorado. Let's keep talking about Colorado. There's nothing yeah. else to talk about. They haven't gotten a plug well, the in a thing while. Is, Peyton I mean, Manning is only one. Yeah, and again, you need at least three years to get the right recruits in, to be able to train them the way you want to train them, to be able to see what they're going to be able to do. And like you said, when you bring in another coach uh, that's done a little bit of recruiting, but he's still working with you know players from the last coach mm-hmm. that certainly didn't have a winning season, um, that's not enough time. This is not, not enough time to judge their, somebody on. Wasn't this their first year in the new conference too? Yeah, yeah. I mean, but, well, but look, um, at, yeah, but look at the Big Twelve. If they got crushed, though. It's the worst season the 12, in hundred years. The Big Twelve years. is still tough. I mean, it's not like they it, it, they went, went down to an easier some, conference, right? Right. It, they went down some, and because they lost some of their teams. I mean, you lose Nebraska, you lose Texas A right. and M, and all these all the divisions uh, where they put any place in these teams. It, it, it's kind of watering down what the Big Twelve used to be. You still got. You still Colorado. You still a Division One program. You still can play football, but you can't get those recruits in. And I can't give a coach one term, or I'm sorry, two years to change what someone else did in five years. And he was losing then, so it's it's not like a John Gruden program. It's not like John Gruden going to um, Tampa Bay and winning. They took losing to a whole other level though this year. Like it wasn't just losing; they were embarrassed. Right, and and it's how you lose too because. And, and I get to how you lose it when we talk in a second about 
the Philadelphia Eagles and the Arizona Cardinals, seven-game losing streak. But, yeah, if I'm on a college team and I won, only won one game, I'm the worst of the all the BCS schools, one game, and how I lost those games and I'm getting blown away. Well, maybe you didn't grasp um, certain players – to get those scholarships, some of them had to be good. And, I, and, I, and we talked about the coach and his son at quarterback. That's where you, if that's the case, and if he's not talented enough, I don't care who the guy, I will bench my son in a minute, mm -hmm. in a quick second. Yeah, I mean, I think that they need to bring a coach in that will change the whole face of that of that uh, football Maybe team. Because, I mean, they've never, even when they were, when I was at school there in 01, when they uh, were number three in the country, they beat Nebraska on, they beat them 66-34 on Thanksgiving. That was like their staple win of the past 20 years since, since Cordell. Mm -hmm. And... They didn't even have a quarterback then. Craig Oaks was their starting quarterback that year, and he went out. They had Bobby Pesaveno come in, who's obviously gone to the NFL. I mean, right. you haven't heard from him again. I haven't you heard know, from and, him. And they went to Texas, won the Big 12 championship game, but they've never won with quarterbacks. They had Bobby Purify and Chris Brown, who, who Chris Brown had a good uh, NFL career, solid NFL career, but they, they ran for 250 a game combined, and that's how they won and played defense. Colorado used to be good. Yeah, I, remember, I played in a Big Eight in that conference when they used to pound our heads in. They used to be good. They won uh, the national. They split the national championship in eighty nine, ninety one, ninety one, ninety ninety with Georgia Tech. Yeah, it was Georgia Tech. And I was, I think I was. Yep, I was thinking about going to one of those schools too, and they win the national championship. All right, Philadelphia Eagles. Hmm. Philadelphia Eagles. Who's who's to blame? Yes. Everybody. <laughs> Everybody. Um, to, to be completely honest, I would say it's it, it's not as bad as it looks, and let me explain why. It's seven game losing streak. Yeah, but let me explain why. All of their offensive linemen are hurt. They, okay, sorry. so so look, so say you have a stronger offensive line. Michael Vick isn't getting punished as much. He's getting more time to throw the ball. He's getting more time to be elusive. They win more games. Lashawn McCoy. It becomes uh, more of a factor because he's getting blocked for more. Shady is he's great in his own right because he's doing this without an offensive line. Right. I understand that, but I think that Andy Reid obviously is going to be the scapegoat here because this is going back to the Don from McNabb years when they went when they went to four NFC championships and didn't get to the, I mean didn't win a Super Bowl. I think that it's the offensive line starting there, and then everything else trickles down from then there. Then they go to the Super Bowl and, and then one of those four times. Yeah, when Tio broke his leg and right, came back. came back. That was amazing. Mm -hmm. yeah. That's a whole other subject. Um, and last night's game, too, the defense was not – I mean, they had two wide-open end zone yeah, touches. Yeah, but it's, we're right. not talking just this season. We're talking the last couple seasons. Right. Too. You can't just – this shouldn't be – this shouldn't be the running down the middle of your defense. It just shouldn't happen. But let me get to the offensive line that they banged up. Well, when the season started, it was the same offensive line. They weren't banged right. up. They were mentally, uh, physically are terrible. And then, because, how, and we, I think we talked about this uh, last week, how Michael Vick play or how certain guys play uh, the physicalness and having to run, well, you got to look at the offensive line. You got to look at the quarterback. You got to look at the offensive coordinator or, and then maybe the head coach. Because if I don't have an offensive line, I got to run certain plays where I can get the ball in and out. Because I got quick receivers. I got guys I can get the ball to within one yard. He can make 10. Right. Well, I mean, people, people seem to forget that football teams are only as strong as their offensive and defensive lines. You know, the, you're, the game, the game the, starts right there. Yeah, the people that, that are putting the stands by are, are, the, uh, are the, obviously the stud, you know, the receivers, the running backs, the quarterbacks, the lockdown uh, cornerbacks that Nandi Asamoah is, is almost irrelevant He's now. He's a joke anyway. Yeah. So, I, I mean, well, I used to like him in This Oakland. was supposed to be the dream team when Vince Young went there and right. Nandi Asamoah went there. Right. They got rid of Asante Sam. I mean, it's. The defensive structure needs to change. I mean, they just need to blow that up and start over. 
and get a couple good draft picks and and just start over. So, well, but so, is it the players? Is it the coaches? Or is it the front office? Or is it all of it? It depends on which way you're going. It's all of it. Um, it's from either bottom to top or top to bottom. And it's easy to say you got to look at the top. But I think Andy Reid just need a he needs some new air. He needed to go to another team, take a year off, go to another team. He is still a good coach, mm-hmm. but everything that's been going on since Donovan left, since he made that big power move for the Eagles, getting rid of Cobb and getting him to come to this team, and we suckered and thought he was good. Um, well, they're not getting much from Rodgers Cromartie either, which is part of that trade. I mean, th- yeah, he's not he, doing much either. But we're not hearing about him on, um, like, we've heard, we, well, he's not the focal. Right, he's not the focal. Like, no, like, sure. like, like, like the uh, offensive line is or the quarterback is. More, it's more so the other corner that they got from Raiders spent all that money. Yeah, I mean, love, love Philadelphia or Pennsylvania as a state in general with their teams. Love the Steelers, hate the Steelers. They are run really well. Top, the front office is great. The, the owners are great. The owners want to win, which is kind of lost in sports nowadays. Look at Jerry Jones, who just wants money, wants money out of that team. Uh, that's a circus down there in Dallas. They actually want to win in Philly and Pittsburgh. So I don't think it's the front office when it comes to this. I think it's the personnel, and in I Pittsburgh? think it's I think it's no uh, in uh, Philly. And I think it's Another I think keyword. it really it is. You can't bl- you can't blame injuries to win because teams always go through injuries and win. But I really think that this is just um, it's a perfect storm in going in the wrong direction. I think the family the, or the team, the ownership that wants to win, maybe a Pittsburgh in that state. Maybe it's Pittsburgh because they give, you know. They, they know nonsense. They'll let you go. I don't care who you are. Look at the guys they let go, and look who they bring, they brought back, uh, the receiver. Mm-hmm. Um, but they let you go, but they give that coach the car, the credit card to go get these players and right. players that fit their team. Sure. And we, and we talk about this all the time on the right. show. The culture of the team. Right. And, yeah. Well, yeah, and that's also it, the, the one big glaring factor between the two is that Pittsburgh doesn't pay their players. No. You know, they're like New England. You got you know, um, you want to you want to win, you come here, you're going to take a pay cut and you're going to play as a team and win as a team. The Eagles, they're just throwing money around. Guys are Look at to Michael Vick getting that hunt 200 million dollar contracts mm-hmm. in his career for yeah. fresh, fresh out of the pen, not Penn State. <laughs> they give they give, they give Nandi Awesome all that money. Well, you know, he, no, he had to pick his contract up, right? Yeah, oh, that's right. He, he got it from Oakland. from Oakland. Yeah. All right, here's what we're going to do. We'll take a break, but I want to talk about the Cardinals too. Who we like the, like the Eagles, who has to go? And it might be another Yes. 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 I agree. Yes. Yeah. Know. The Cardinals, I mean, they're not competing offensively. Just not doing it. Fitzgerald's not. He's. If the quarterback's I've seen these four guys picks, what are you. These guys last night having fun, like they 7 and 0. Oh. I'm, mm. I'm like, this is. Well, I, I couldn't be. I can't be out. But I did not run into Adrian. I'm like, he looks like a guy who's playing on a losing team. Like, he's. Um, See it in his body language. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, he's a veteran. Agent Wilson's yeah, he, been around. Because he wants to run the block. Right. Yeah. And then we look at this team, we see the defense playing football. So yeah. we'll, we'll, we'll talk more on that. This is Quam Lots of Sports Talk. We'll be back. Your internet flagship station for sports. Sports. The job of a professional athlete is never complete. In Life After the Game, host Lamar Campbell will take an inside look at how athletes are making the transition from the professional athletics world to the professional business world. You'll understand the goals, motivations, and personalities that drive these players off the field and in their post-professional career. Tune in to Life After the Game with Lamar Campbell every Tuesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. 
Sports and medicine go hand in hand. Quite simply, if you aren't up to your game health-wise, you won't be up to your game on the field. That's where Bruce the Sports Doc comes in. Dr. Bruce Grossinger uses his medical training and experience to bring you a link between sports and medicine. From the latest advances and treatments to discussion behind the injuries of the week, Bruce the Sports Doc and his team of guest experts are here each week to lay it on the line in terms that you can understand. Tune in every Tuesday at 5 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Pacific on the Voice America Sports Channel. Internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. Hey, welcome back to Informing Us Sports Talk. That was long enough. Alex. Can't wait till that new song comes in, though. What new song? Mm, I wish, dude. I, the way I told you about it. We about to do clips. Stevie's song. We about to do clips and stuff. We like do that. all the family show. clips the whole time. <laughs> no music. <laughs> We about to change the whole show up. Okay. We about to go out and get sponsors. We about to do everything different. Um, Gonna be big time. Yeah, I got a I got a show in mind too. Um, not. Hey, welcome to the voice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's sports we talk. Are back. I, got, I got a, yeah, I got a show in live mind. with Kwame well, Lasseter. It's gonna be a t- it's gonna be TV because I thought they would get TV here, but it, that it's not happening yet. So. Well, internet TV, too, so right. it's all good. Hey, we're talking about the Arizona Cardinals. We're talking about the Philadelphia Eagles, two seven-game skids, uh, teams with seven-game skids. You said what, Alex, off the air? If they would have won that game? They would have won the game. The Arizona the, Cardinals. Yeah, all the – I mean, it's it's crazy to say, but they would have been, you know, five and six, and all the teams that are ahead of them in the wild card race lost. So they actually still could have had a glimmer Outside of hope chain. to make the playoffs. But I think this is great. I think they sh- if they lose the rest of their games, if they finish – uh, four and twelve or five and eleven. So that'll be heartbreaking because those yeah, days are over. I was on them four and twelve teams. I was on those five and eleven. teams. I mean, those days but are did, over. They, they shouldn't be having them anymore. I know you, you, they but shouldn't just be having them. Does I mean, it make a difference if you win them staggering too? If your five are staggered throughout the season as opposed to the first four and then done? It was they, a premonition. They, they, they might make it. They, they, they were so? never that good. And I, also, Kevin Cobb got hurt. So their starting quarterback got hurt. So this is a whole thing. Beanie Wells has been out the whole year. Ryan Williams has been out the whole year. Beanie Wells ran well. Um, yeah. yeah, I did. Yeah, yeah. First half, if, yeah. if they stay healthy, I mean, it's, it's different. I, and I'm going to say what I said last week. They need to draft a quarterback. They need something that will bring life into, into Glendale, Arizona, that hasn't been there since Kurt Warner left. So you're saying um, if they draft a quarterback... Then they gotta suffer through two more years. It, uh, not necessarily suffering. Well, These guys the are coming out. There? Who's the quarterback out there that's gonna be the Andrew? Luck? I, I don't or care. I take Matt Barkley. No, you would. You? Yeah, absolutely. Name a USC quarterback that came out and came in and did. Okay. Did well, Matt Liner. Matt, this is different. No, Matt no, Liner. The same yeah, USC yeah, guy. But but look at what USC has now. They have two of the best receivers in college football. Okay, they have Matt Marcus Lee had those same and Robert Woods. He had those yeah, same guys and Reggie Bush. Well, but. He, and he didn't get touched, but he didn't uh, get touched. Yeah. He didn't get touched for four years. Who, Matt Lana? Yeah, yes. Then he should have been healthy. And why he's always hurt? Well, no, he didn't get touched for four years. So obviously his numbers are going to be through the roof if you don't get touched. If you get all the time in the world, and you have one of the best uh, college football players of all time in Reggie Bush, you know it's it's a little bit different. I think Matt Barkley would be great. I think he's smart enough, and I think that he could actually come in here and people does. would rally behind him. Uh, and you put Kevin Cobb, so you have the thing with Russell Wilson and Matt Flynn. You have the two guys come in, whoever the best quarterback will be be the starter, and then you get rid of John Skelton, you get rid of Ryan Lindley, and you start over with two quarterbacks that have a really good chance to let the so team win. So you're saying let the season, so you're saying we got to go let, through some more growing pains and go through some more 5 and 11 seasons with these new quarterbacks. Not necessarily. Because I, I don't see, okay, you know how we talked about 
two years ago, Cam Newton. You know how we talked about last year, Luck and RG3. Mm-hmm. Who are we talking about like that this year? It was Matt Barkley to start it, the year. Because he was at USC. It was. I mean, Put it, Mike Barkley on any other team, we don't have a conversation yeah, about Yeah, I mean, him. I think in the next, in, in two years, when uh, the Oregon quarterback and when Johnny Football are coming out after sophomores, then we can talk about the quarterback class again. Don't uh, ASU have a good quarterback and U of A? Don't they have good quarterbacks? So they're young. I think they're freshmen or sophomore, redshirt freshmen, which are sophomore. Well, Taylor Kelly, ASU? Yeah. Well, I mean, he's he's a young guy. I thought he but he's... I mean, he looked a lot better in the in the beginning of the season when they were winning. He did, but you know, everybody, <laughs> everybody looks, looks good better when they're yeah. winning. Yeah. I look good when I'm winning, and that's a lot of work. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I just don't see the, uh, I don't see the quarterback coming out uh, that's really going to take the Cardinals to another level because at same thing we talked about with the Eagles. I mean, you, you, we can never say Michael Vick is not a good quarterback, but we go back to the offensive line. Now, the Cardinals draft the quarterback. Are they going to fix that offensive lineup in the draft? Are they going to get another offensive line coach and it, that's going to coach these guys up? Or is Rush Grimm going to have to change something up? Well, you can't keep being well, the same. Are they going to get a coach, period, that's going to hold people accountable instead of being the good old boy in their locker room? Right, and the friend. Mm-hmm. And the friend yeah. Um, and, and I, and I, Either I, way. Couldn't even, I couldn't even talk to Fitz last night. I just shook his hands and I was out because I'm like, you need to say more. Yeah, we talked about that last week. Yeah. Yeah. But that's yeah. not him. I don't know. It, it's Deb, not, I don't that's know not his personality. Yeah, that's not. Deb, I don't know. But I, I think last week, didn't you say that he needs to do something more? But, I mean, is, if, if you're going away from his personality, mm-hmm. don't you stay true? He's been a winner his whole life because he's kept his. He's led by example. I, that's I what he that's does. True. So I don't think that right now... That'll, I don't think it's going to change ever because that's him. You take but the him conversations he, he has doesn't mean he has to go in and stand on a soapbox in the locker room and have a big old conversation with people and give them the you know the shout out speech. You can go. He can go man to man and talk to yeah. them and t- you know pull them aside and have the conversation. How can he talk to an offensive lineman? How can he talk to a defensive lineman? The they have respect so for him. The same, he can do that. He same way Chris Carter did in, in Minnesota. He's like, look, get him, get a quarterback a little bit, little bit more time. When you that star athlete, which this I believe is, when you that guy like Kobe is with the Lakers, you can get guys fired and traded. Fitz can do that. He can do that. I'm not saying get guys fired. I'm just saying, oh boy, go the, put, I'm gonna go to your locker mm-hmm. and I'm gonna say one or two words to you. I'm like, man, what's going on? What, what do we need to change? I'm not gonna say you need to do this. I'm gonna say, what do we need to change? Yeah, but when so we were once talking about, conscious, but once they conscious of a. Uh, Okay. You can start a peck mentality with just a couple people. Right. But I mean, so you, uh, when you went, when we were talking about the Saints and how they were 0 4 to start the season, whatever they were to start the season, how I said that maybe they need to go and get Drew Brees, needs to go talk to the defense and, 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 and amp them up. And you say they're not allowed, in, he's not allowed in the locker room. He's not allowed in the, on the, to talk to the defensive players. Because he don't So play where's defense. the disconnect? Yeah, neither does Larry Fitzgerald. Well, there's not, other places the in the locker room to the talk. The defense is not the problem, the offense is the problem. So Fitzgerald's going to talk to I'm not telling him. But he would, he would there's talk. nothing he can say to the defense because the defense kept him in every game yep. this year. Okay. Nothing he can say. My, no, my point and is nothing position Drew Brees, to position. Drew Brees can't go in the defense locker room. They're going to kick him out of there. And he's the face of the team. But he's not. he don't play defense. Control what you can control. That's all I'm saying. He can't control an offensive lineman? Who can't? Larry Fitzgerald. How you can he control, control anything with some words? You said, look, we need. I'm not going to an offensive lineman. I'm, I'm Fitz. I'm not coming to you and say. You need to do this. You got to do that. I'm saying, Alex, what do we need to do? Because uh, we we struggling right now. I'm I'm not putting you against me. I'm saying we in this together. And I, as I got you thinking about this all week, all right, this guy right here, he's okay. Let me talk to this guy. That next offensive lineman go talk to this guy, and then Fitz gonna say something to him somewhere else, not in the same capacity, and it's gonna come together. All you need is a handful of guys to, right. to build yep. the locker room out. 
You got you, you go to your core players that you know have got the husva to be able to step up, and you have a one-on-one conversation with them, and you start building the pack from the inside out. So you have that core mentality and that drive that you want to make this happen. So when one snaps, everybody else starts to snap. With right. Them. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not saying this guy is. Uh, I'm not. You got to go to everybody in the locker room. I'm just saying. You Pick make, a few you, core guys. You, you figure you know, the guys who's supposed to be somebody in that locker room. We are gonna get off the cards real quick. The guys who's supposed to be somebody in that locker room. You go talk to them. And I'm not put saying you need to do this. Or you need to do that. Fitz had one two two weeks ago. One for eleven in mm-hmm. reception. You serious with that? One for eleven, and then he may have two catches last week. Yeah, no way in the world. Well, or you could fire the offensive line coach and start over. That's what I say. I say that, that. Cindy. If Fitz just has that. That personality, he's not a rah-rah guy. So if he's going to somebody saying, hey, what can we do? They've got to take that seriously, too. Because it's not like he's been doing it. Because that's not something he it's does. It's not something he yeah. does. Mm-hmm. They've got to take character. it seriously. Yep. Dominic Sue, man. This shit, this guy gets some Jeez. <laughs> I showed you about him last year. Yes. This is he's gonna, an idiot. He's an idiot. Right. He's an idiot. He's a complete idiot, too. I don't want him on well, my and team. he's not a good player. He's not. Put he's, that on top of it. He's guy. an idiot that's not a good right. player. He's not a good player. Where is he good? He's cheap Okay. Okay. i got to hear this one. Go ahead, Alex. This is what he's been like his whole career. Okay. Which college, is the problem. high school, college, so you're NFL. Telling me Does that college, make it right? and, college and pro are the same. That's he's the same still thing? feared. He's got 16 no, he's tackles and four assists all season. 16 tackles, four assists. And I'd be afraid of him feared. too if he's going to cheap shot everyone that he hits. Look what is he he's doing. He's big okay. and he's mean. Okay, let, I'm, yeah. he's, but he's is not. Is that what a football player is supposed, supposed to be? But he's not. There's supposed to be too. some smarts. You got to be smart too. Look, look. You pull it up. You got your laptop right in front of you. How many times have this guy been fired for stuff you could control? Mentally, he don't have it. He doesn't have it upstairs. Yeah, he can. He's he's physical. He's mean. He can run he's all over and hit people without question. Not taking it away from yeah. him. But if you that guy on that defensive line, I should be worried about you. I'm not worried about you. I'm not worried. I don't say okay. We got a double team, Dominic Sue. I'm putting one guy on him. He has 16 tackles, four assists. We're in the ninth. What, what's what's this? The 11th week of the season. Going 12th, 12th, 12th yeah. week yeah. of the season. You supposed to be that guy. Now I understand if you getting double team. Then those numbers are what they are. Yeah. You get in double team, but yeah. what, why would he continue to do the things he's doing? Like the the kick to the groin, you don't do that to. That. Nobody goes to the game. I, I really believe this and say I'm going to hurt this guy outside the lines. Nobody does that. I, I can't even imagine the dirtiest player say I'm going to hurt this guy and finish his career mm-hmm. or his life outside the line. I'm going to play aggressive football and. I'm gonna hit you. Death by castration? Is that what you're talking about? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we were just talking about sex uh, earlier. Uh, well, and then he turns around and apologizes for apologizes for it later, like he actually means it. Right. You know, how many times can you do that? And you know, people actually are going to believe you. It, it, I mean, it, it's the Ronard test. It's the modern test mentality. Do you want him on your team? I want Dominic to on my I team any day of the week. I want him on my team too, but not so after those minutes playing street ball. Yeah. No. If I, I <laughs> I'm not. I don't want him on my team if. He's gonna to continue to do things like that. I mean, he's he said three it's things. Yeah, I guess it's it's, a team. I mean, he said two or three. The findable, the one where he kicked the dude in the mm-hmm. face, and then um, he stepped on him. He stepped yeah. on him. Stepped yeah, on him last year. Yeah. yeah, last year when he was down. He stepped on that guy's arm. Yeah. Look, what about Cutler? Look what he did to Cutler. Slam Cutler down. Right. That, that was. Yeah. Uh, that you was know, a legal hit. Mm-mm. Possibly, maybe. But it's a violent you, game. When you like Dennis Rodman and you keep continue to do things, you don't you don't even have to do anything. I'm looking to find you. That's how Dennis Rodman got in trouble all the time because he was so. Dennis Rodman. Yeah, yeah. he was aggressive. <laughs> so yeah. aggressive. But he was also smart. Yeah. You know, that's the one thing that was different with him. He had a head on his shoulders, and he knew how to play in the people. And he was people. the smartest idiot to ever walk yeah. the earth. Yeah, yeah. 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 He was one of them, because uh, 
He know how to but rock, you talk about rebounding, himself. man. He'd go up and he'd keep going up till he got the, best the ball. In the game. You betcha. Best in the game. That guy was the, the worm. The yeah. skinniest guy on the mm -hmm. court. The worm. Off the court, it's a little shady. Yeah, but. yeah. Don't <laughs> you look good in the wedding dress. I I'll tell you yeah, what. he did. <laughs> that goes back to his smartness. He know how to market himself. Mm -hmm. I don't know what he does outside of basketball. I mm -hmm. care less, really. Uh, mm -hmm. I'm a fan. I like to watch you on basketball. What you do outside of that, Mike? I'm not going to be. You're not a role model to me. Um, outside of your basketball career or, yeah. or your basketball life. I like the way you play the game, so if I'm if I want you to be my role model, I'm say that's how I want to play the game like that. Defensively. Well defensively. yeah, but I mean we, that goes back to the whole thing with Tiger and everything. I'm not gonna get off topic, but like once you make that much money once you make once you make that much money once you're on T V all the time, uh, somebody here said that it's just innate that you, you have to um you have to present yourself uh, as a as an as a you know a good you, human you, you being because be these idiot. kids are watching well, look how many idiots there are that are exemplary you know, of their you craft. Know why, you know why the kids are watching? And let's go to football. You can, well, we can talk about any sport. Yeah. Because the people who, who's in charge, they market this so kids can watch. They cater to kids and knowing that this is not You talk a about hitting some emotional buttons. They know how to do it. Right. So that the kids want to follow. When Christmas it's like little Pied, Pied Piper. I'm showing all. And music. Music make you. Mm -hmm. The football thing. That oh, makes yeah. you want to watch football. That takes you right. back. When you hear it, it takes you back to when you was a kid and say, oh, I remember that game. I remember Minnesota versus Dallas. And you watch Tony any, yeah. set goes try watching any yards. movie without the music. It's a whole different experience. Right, right. right. Mm -hmm. So like Christmas time, simple things like that. I'm going to play that Christmas music. And I'm going to show a nice little good toy. And I'm going to have other kids playing with it on TV. Oh, now your kids want that because yeah. mm -hmm. them kids playing with it. Hey, we'll take a break. We got Juby Stick, got Clancy Corner and Down and Dirty yeah. Whatever. Uh, we'll get into that after this. Your internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. Do you love sports talk? Can't get enough sports talk? Have we got a show for you. It's about the NFL training camps, Super Bowl previews, a look at the new starting quarterbacks, and weekly key injuries. We'll take your calls and emails right on the air. Former Philadelphia Eagle James Loving is your host, and you never know who'll drop by for a co-host spot or an interview on the spot. Tune in to Loving That Sports Talk with James Loving every Wednesday at noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. Get ready to talk sports with the big guys. Tune in to Lockdown Coverage with Keith Lewis every Tuesday for the inside and outside of the business of sports. Keith and his guests will provide expert commentary and answer all of your burning questions about your favorite team, the players, and what's next. It's time to have fun with the game. Listen for Lockdown Coverage with Keith Lewis and his favorite co-hosts every Tuesday at noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. The talk doesn't get any hotter. Your internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. Now some of you might still be in that place. If you're trying to get out, just follow me. You can try and read my lyrics off of this paper before I let it. 888 That's the number you want to call in and join the show. That was uh, pretty good right there. 
I know Eminem all. Oh, Eminem Eminem. always good. He's got yeah, good we, beat. Let's get. I don't mean, always that's, like his that's lyrics. That's two CDs ago, is it? Or that's last CD, but it's a couple years ago. It's so still, it's still, still fresh. Look at the Jay Z song we play. Uh, that's that, what's that's that? twelve years old. It's not no time. <laughs> <years old>. <laughs> You're twelve years old. old. Well, <laughs> what's that nonsense you're talking about? Um, Rex Ryan going to San Diego. I was thinking about it. like the reason why I thought this, about this by is the way, because this is your classic corner. And you got three minutes. All right, I'll 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 take forty five seconds. No, Rex Ryan. In theory, if he were to go to the Chargers, because I feel like he's going to get fired this year. I mean, there's no reason why they keep him there. Uh, so oh, we're so talking about firing him, is it Clancy's, and there should be more. Go ahead. Is it Clancy's corner? <laughs> uh, <laughs> Rex Ryan took Mark Sanchez and a C-plus to B-minus uh, offense to the AFC Championship game two years in a row, rookie quarterback. I'm curious to think what would happen if he came with his huevos, with his cojones to San Diego that desperately, desperately needs a coach that actually has him. And uh, isn't uh, just the best friend of the GM? Could, could maybe they could actually make some noise there? You know, maybe he could cultivate the offense. The San Diego defense is getting better and better each week, and he, they have an upper echelon quarterback. Even though he's had the tough couple years recently, I think that if they get a fresh face in there with a guy that will be in your face in the media, that that will be in your face in the locker room. That's loud. He's big. He's fat. He's, he's a he's a football coach. You know, and North Turner is a great offensive coordinator. Keep him on as an offensive coordinator. But I think, in theory, that would be a better fit there than Andy Reid. I mean, that's the only thing that I'm thinking. I'm thinking if Rex Ryan goes to San Diego, then it would be New York Jets in San Diego. Look who was the offensive coordinator in New York with Brian Schottenham. He's terrible. He was terrible then. He's in St. Louis. He's terrible now. Okay. He's going to go there. you got to keep uh, – I agree with you as far as North Turner is concerned great offensive-minded coach, but he's an offensive guy. Rex Ryan's a defensive guy. What is he going to do with the offense? He's going to have to hire somebody. You can't, you're not going to fire me as a head coach, head coach and then ask me to be the offensive coordinator. I would love for that to happen with yeah. those two guys together. They will win because their defense is good, but you got to have an offensive-minded guy to make uh, Antonio Gates relevant again. Yeah. I mean, he used to be the best guy. And time takes its toll on everybody with injuries. He used to be the best tight end in the game, him and uh, Gonzalez. Yeah, I mean, him, bigger, faster, stronger. It's, yeah. it's, it's evolved from Tony Gonzalez and Antonio Gates to Jimmy Graham. Yeah, and, and I say and more Hernandez. Aaron Hernandez. I mean, Gronkowski still looks Gronkowski. like a tight end. He's taller, but he looks like a tight end. And they Hernandez. use him in the backfield. They use him everywhere, too. Yeah. So, I, I mean, I, I don't know. Rex Ryan and, he, and San Diego is good because he, he, he can still run that defense that he's running in New York with those guys. But the defense here is pretty good in San Diego. But... You still have to find a guy. It's an offensive sport, and you should not be losing game. Look at the Arizona Cardinals. It's an offensive sport game. It's an offensive game, and they're not putting up points. Yeah, they because don't have you an can't offense. touch them. They don't have an offense. they well, got too I mean, many holes in their offense. Yeah, I mean, and they're also starting a, a young quarterback. I mean, and in the AFC West especially, there's that's a two-team division. See, Every year, that's a two-team division. So all you have to do is beat the Broncos, and you're in the playoffs. So they need a guy that can come in and and – Bring some vibrance to a city that is so placid on the beach. Nobody really cares if you win or lose. Oh, we have we have pretty colors for our jerseys. I don't really care. <laughs> they won one championship as a city. I guess ever. They won one championship. I think it was the USFL or the AFL or something in the '60s. That was the only championship that city's ever won. San Diego. Yeah. So they need to bring somebody in that's going to that's gonna kickstart that whole who won, city. Who won the AFC? I don't. It wasn't the AFC West when they went because I was still in the NFC East. They were the AFC. Wait, they went to the Super Bowl. San Diego went to oh, the Super yeah. Bowl. Oh, when, yeah, when, uh, when Steve Young threw four touchdowns in the Bobby first Ruff, half. Bobby, yeah, exactly. Bobby Ross, the quarterback. I mean, I'm sorry, the coach. 
Uh, and then the first play of the game, San Diego take a punt back. I mean, a kickoff back for a touchdown. Only points they scored yep. the rest of the game. <laughs> yep. So they had to win something to get to the Super Bowl. I mean, it could have been like the New York Giants, uh, yeah, 9-7. Tell the Eagles that. I don't think it really matters. Real quick, real quick, and let's get down and dirty with Deborah too. But real quick, um, there's on the card. I, I can't get off. <laughs> 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 it's the most we've talked about that in months. Because enough is enough. I mean, I, I'm, I'm trying to find somebody. Who's responsible for this? Because okay, so let me let me let me do down and dirty with Deborah because here's my comments. Okay. It's, it's about three sentences. This okay, is the whole thing. Oh no, that's fine. First Get thing it. is you're responsible for your own greatness. So when we look at every every player on that team or any team, the coaches or anybody, they are responsible for their own greatness. And what can happen to players sometimes? I've seen it with executives. With players at any level, I don't care how much you're making or how long you've been in the league, when you get to a point that you start to flatline, you start to plateau within your career, you're bumping, against, you're bumping up against your own self-identity. You don't really understand anymore how you fit in the game. So the thoughts that you're having off the field are starting to affect how you're playing on the field. And how you're thinking about yourself on the field no longer matches the level of the situation that you're playing in. So... Is Ken Winsor-Hunt responsible for his own greatness? Because I, I'm trying to figure out what this guy's done. I mean, I, and I'm a hold sure on. he is. How I'm, does he see himself as a coach? What we've I, seen so far is he sees himself as the guy who wants to be the friends of the guy in the locker room and win games, and it ain't working. He's a well, yeah, friends of his coaching staff. I, I think Ray Orton has positioned himself to be a head coach somewhere. Um, and maybe with the Arizona Cardinals. But, uh, they tried that before. They've gotten rid of the head coach and hired a defensive coach as a head coach. It just didn't work out. Could that happen well, with And, again, the, when we move to a different level of expectation, oftentimes that can take you out. College player going to the pros, he has the dreams, he has the will, he has the skill, but he gets to another level, and his self-identity no longer matches the situation that he's in. And the same thing can happen within a company or within a coach moving from you know, a defensive coordinator up to head coach or similar. So in Wisenhunt case, responsible for his own greatness is, you know, find those guys around, put the right guys around you because. Well, he, and he's got to figure out what a coach really is. Now he I mean, can use his I personality. Discipline. I thought he brought discipline to that team because that, you know. He did I'm at still, the beginning yeah, at least. But those are Denny Green guys. And now when he got his, see, he got it's a, a different personality yeah. of players. He got his handprints on this team because these guys, was he seven years? This is seventh year. He got his hand. He got yeah. his handprint yeah. on this. And you, yeah. you definitely just are proving my point with the. Um, we talked about the Colorado coach getting two years, not getting enough time. Right. There aren't really a lot of really good football coaches in the NFL. Most NFL coaches are forgotten about it, 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 in the tales of time. Okay. You have. I mean, even Bill Belichick hasn't won Jack in almost a decade, and he's still the best football coach in the world. Everybody goes through waves of having great players and cultivating those great players into championships. Ken Wisenhunt has had his time. But he's just another average coach. I, I, you know? I, yeah, I want to understand um, what I'm saying. I do. And when you talk about Belichick, I'm like, who who can come in there and replace them? Because now you're gonna mess up a whole dynasty. Tom Brady Bruce. won those Super Bowls. I mean, he's a defensive minded coach, but they haven't had a good defense in eight years. What did you just say? <laughs> Tom Brady won those Super Bowls. Uh, well, l- let's take the talk rule and Adam Vinatieri out of it. <laughs> Tom Brady, Belichick had nothing to do with that. I think he had something to do with the defense when the defense was when he had really oh, good I defensive players. Tom they're Brady and Belichick are like this. Yeah, yeah. they're such they a like team. This. They like Ike and Tina, baby. Mm. They like Ike and oh, Tina. That's, I don't know if I'd use that's that. Like Ike and Tina. They together. They battle that much. Don't <laughs> they like Pick Ike another and team. <laughs> no, I, well, well, what was I saying? Jason and Beyonce. There you go. Sunny <laughs> and Jack. Come on. They were. Who? Who? Yeah. 
who are you going to bring in to replace that guy and still keep that same that that we know of New England mentality? I, I know who are you going to bring in if you're going to fire a good coach or a coach that's consistent. Andy Reid had his job for a while. What have they done well, since Donovan left? Look what's going who are you on with, bring in? Look what's going on with New Orleans right now. Yeah, I mean they're talking about their coach going. What well, the word is is he's going to Dallas. Yeah. But you got Jerry Jones over there. That'd, that'd be a horrible, control. horrible He'd have decision. to have a major negotiation. Yeah. If he's gonna, but isn't his family in Dallas? I think his family is in Texas. He lives in Texas. Yeah. yeah so that, that, I mean, that might be, but, yeah, but that'd you, be for a pay. I don't think he could win there. In Dallas? I don't think. Nobody will win until Jerry Jones either passes away or sells the team. There's, oh. They will not win a Super Bowl until that happens. But they put a lock on his door. What about Tony Romo? He's on the inside. See, we talk about we talk about Michael Vick like he's the worst quarterback in the world. What about Tony Romo? Tony Romo's a top ten quarterback oh, when he, when, when he plays. Absolutely, when he plays. Well, you, you Tony Romo is a top ten quarterback. Yes, I will stand by. You're that. responsible for your own greatness, right? You are. You got to put. Are. You got to put the right. Okay, Tony Romo got. Let me go back to Kobe. All he is Let is the big bear in the middle of the circus doing tricks because Who, Jerry Romo? Jones. Yes. He, he has no control over anything. I just think Tony Romo was terrible, was bad. And then I looked at Jerry Jones and said, you're the problem because you can't put enough coaching around you to control your players. Mm-hmm. You want to control the team. You want to control your coaches. If I'm hiring you, I'm not going to st- look over your shoulder and I'm not going to be scared, have my coaches scared to call a certain play because you're in the booth and going to push a button well, and call like a bat phone. We've already in the league got everybody that's on the field, off the field, or around mm-hmm. the team scared to death that they're going to lose their job. Now you put a Jerry Jones on top of that, and I'm, it just – Intensifies the amount of nerves that are going on when somebody's trying to make a play. Now, on, on my new TV show, it's going to be like this. It's going to be it's called the lead. That's going to be the lead, and we're going to do panels and stuff. But we're going to have a consistent, consistent uh, core group. But you know, you have people in and out. And that's what I'm saying. You're going, you're going, you're going. We're going to talk about guys. We're going to talk about guys like Michael Vick, who's not playing. I don't know why Michael Vick is still out. He just got pushed down, and he has concussion. We're going to talk about yeah, guys. Yeah, that's a like, whole other discussion yeah. as to how yeah. great it really was. Well, well because he, he's he going somewhere else next year. He's got to stay healthy. <laughs> I agree. I mean, well, they needed I, to play another you. quarterback. I don't know if I too. agree, but I hear you. And Michael mm-hmm. Vick said, "Enough is enough." I'm tired of taking the blame for this nonsense. And that yeah. quarterback, you got to do this. I'm tired of taking the blame for this and all the punishment. And the Philadelphia fans are the worst and best fans ever. So. If I go out there under that same offensive line who you said was beat up, they were beat up when the season started, and, and get behind them, I'm the quarterback. Tony Romo's the quarterback. It goes to those guys. That's why you think Tony Romo was, was sorry. I thought you think he was he's, – he's, he's an elephant in the room, right, in the middle of the circus, or you say the bear, in the middle of the circus doing tricks and not winning games. I'm leaving after the first set. Well, well, let's go back to an offensive line that's not any good and started out healthy and now is not. One of the issues can be also is, again, stepping into your own greatness is, you know, what, how do you get beat up? Well, part of it's the game, but part of it is if you don't know how to make your plays, you know, then the opportunity to get hurt becomes that much greater as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm not going back out there if I'm Michael Vick. I'm not going back mm-hmm. out there if I'm – I'm not going to Dallas if I'm – Peyton. I'm not doing yeah. things that I. You can't I, have not somebody into have punishing yourself, of. right? Yeah. I don't want anybody looking on their shoulder. And that's that's it's just crazy. So the reason why I think that Tony Romo is a top ten court. Granted, he oh. has listen, listen, oh, listen. Yeah, I'm listen, listen I'm, I'm, almost, I'm, I'm almost done. I'm almost done. So he granted he has some of the worst brain farts of anybody in the NFL. That's fine, fair. I'll take that, which might take him out of the top ten in some people's respects. But who do you want to bring in to Dallas that would be better than him? Is there anybody in the Same NFL what I say with the that would be better to bring into Dallas that would give you a better chance to win than Tony Romo? Is there one? 
And I would I, assume I, the answer is no. You assume. Yeah, you would. Because he has a great receiving core. Sean Lee, the, the their middle linebacker, one of the best middle linebackers up and coming in the NFL, is out for the year. He was out for the year last year, so he's not getting any help from his defense. His coach sucks. So it's... it's oh, uh, Garrett? Yeah. Jason Garrett? He's awful. He's been terrible since awful. he was an offensive so, coordinator. And, and I will give him the blame because they do have the mo- one of the most potent offenses in the NFL. Well, let me go to your to your point. You trying to make that I don't agree with is Tony <laughs> Romo is a um, top, top 10. ten quarterback. Absolutely, I, no way. Absolutely, no way. Look at the no numbers. Way. Was it? Look at the numbers. Look at the November. Look at the wins. He was undefeated in November for you know years. Tony Romo is a good. Or he quarterback. has one of the best records in November. Tony Romo. That's more than okay. November. I understand. I understand. Uh, in I understand. But oh, he, if we want to throw statistics out there, he then we can make everybody look good. And November he wins football games. What about October? What well what about October? What about December when those I, games count? I, I know there are other months in the in the football season. I know. <laughs> I know. But but you're looking at the, the I know you're looking at the numbers where you're like, okay, we know we're gonna be good in November or we consistently been good in November. But when the games start to count in, in December, when you gotta win those, and I understand. When you gotta win those four there. games. And that's Jerry Jones. That's the pressure from up top. A hundred percent. So there was no pressure in November? No. no. What? <laughs> no, because the games don't get extremely important. The games playoff are important. Time. They were one game away. They were they were one game away this from was, making the playoffs was, last this year. This is what teams say: November, December, we got to show up. We got to win games because that's when you make a push. Look what the uh, Giants did last year and uh, December. Look what the Arizona Cardinals did last year. They won six. Uh, they won what, six. None out of eight. those games mattered. No, because they were but, already out. But it took them. It did. They, I think they finished eight and eight. But it took them to the year this season where they went four and zero. I mean, it, it helps you with the moment, the momentum you want to take into, you know, your pro, your, your organization, your program. Tony Romo is not a top ten quarterback because he does not consistently win games. He doesn't get them to. When the last time they made the playoffs with this top ten quarterback? Kwamlaa Sports Hall, We're gonna take a break, and I'm, <laughs> gonna let Alex, and I'm gonna let Alex think about this. I'm gonna let you think about this. Your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. Sports and medicine go hand in hand. Quite simply, if you aren't up to your game health-wise, you won't be up to your game on the field. That's where Bruce the Sports Doc comes in. Dr. Bruce Grossinger uses his medical training and experience to bring you a link between sports and medicine. From the latest advances and treatments to discussion behind the injuries of the week, Bruce the Sports Doc and his team of guest experts are here each week to lay it on the line in terms that you can understand. Tune in every Tuesday at 5 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Pacific on the Voice America Sports Channel. Okay, sports fans, here's your opportunity to discuss football, America's favorite sport. On an annual basis, millions of people attend, watch, and listen to football, both pro and college. Ray Ellis Sports, an internet talk radio show, was developed with the fan in mind. Join host, former Philadelphia Eagles and Cleveland Browns strong safety, Ray Ellis, on Voice America Sports every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific for exciting, interactive football discussions from the fans' perspective. Tune in every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific to Ray Ellis Sports right here on the Voice American Network and let's talk football. Your internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. Hey. 888-346-9144 Last segment. Cindy has something, but we, you know what? We're going to go real fast in these seconds. We're going to go 
20 seconds apiece on everything. Go ahead, Cindy. Why are you texting? I was just kind of appalled that Brandon Marshall knew his stats in the middle of the game and was able to t- go over to Cutler and thank him for that catch that put him over 1,000 yards um, six seasons in a row right in the middle of the game. I, I'm appalled by that, too. There's no way you should be thinking about your stats, and I think i got 15 more seconds in this. Uh, you should be thinking about your stats in a football game, but he is a receiver and they a different breed of Yeah, he probably, he probably got an extra 100 grand for making over 1,000 yards, too, in incentives. So. True. Ding. Next. Okay, Ding. Uh, uh, Adderall, Seattle, two cornerbacks taking Adderall. I don't know if I got a problem with that. <laughs> oh, wow. The two best quarterback, cornerbacks in theory in the NFL on the same team. Adderall, I had an Adderall prescription for two years when you I was, when I was younger. Now. Maybe you should be on it. Uh, maybe. So, <laughs> Adderall, Junior, Junior keeps trying Adderall, to get me on it. Adderall, Junior, <laughs> bless his heart. Adderall, um, Adderall makes you awake, aware, quicker, faster. Um, it... it, it Makes your brain capacity a little bit greater. That's what people use to study with. It's a huge craze in college to, to, to write to, uh, to do finals and write papers and stuff. Makes you stay awake. So if you need an extra step to, to pick off a ball or to deflect a ball, you think Adderall wouldn't help? Yeah, like it, it it fo- I, I thought it focused you up. I thought yeah, it focused you. It makes you focus more. So at the end of a game, but then when how everybody's do you, how more bad more do you tired, drop afterwards, and how much more do you need to get up the next time? Uh, yeah, right. Exactly. Right. But, but I mean, in if you have if you have it, if you have it all in your hand, well, here's the thing, and. It also speeds you up. It's legal speed is what it is. Right. So when people are getting tired, you're ramping up. Okay, let me see. Then you, you got said, another pumping heart, and then you add some yeah, more and that's another thing. You could have a heart attack on the field. Right. With, with why, why would I want to do it? it, it no, I'm saying, Ephedrine used to be legal in the league until guys started dropping dead because mm-hmm. I, I know guys used to take two pills before the game right. and go in the locker room and take a ha- another pill. Or do I it during mean, practice, and you wonder how you're going to get pumped up in the game and, if you and have that, to do and, it during practice. And that something um, – how much you gonna need next time, right. yeah. and then your heart buzz. So Adderall, I, I don't know. You know what they the kids are using now? Uh, allegedly, this is what I heard word on the street. Five hour <laughs> energy drinks, and they, oh, they yeah. and they yeah. taking those things, and you getting your heart pumping now. You wonder why kids are so obese and have heart problems and get diabetes. There were 13 deaths. I saw a study mm-hmm. on that. There were 13 deaths yep. recently because of the five-hour energy, five energy drink. Avacare. Avacare.com. Kwame come look me up. I got you covered. All natural stuff. He just, clap. he just clapped for effect Except for those of you who didn't see I that. I just <laughs> clap. Air bunnies. Come on now. I have a question for you too. I have a question. Wait, there's more. There's more. Hey, I want to know if anybody's going to remember that Ohio State was undefeated since Notre Dame also is undefeated and is bowl eligible. Is anybody really going to care? Everybody that went to Ohio State is going to care. I and don't nobody care. else is going to, right? Well, it's funny. This is what happened to USC last year when they were relevant, and then look what happened this year. You, uh, Ohio State is going to be top three preseason next year. They should be. Well, they should and, be. and then they're going to lose late, or they're going to lose two games. Right. and then They're going to lose two games Well, the Big Ten's awful. I'm going to be coaching in the Big Ten next year. It's a down year I'm going to make sure they lose two, two yeah? games. I don't know. I'm the Locos? Talking, I'm talking the Locos in the Big Ten? Michigan State. Hey. Oh, we got okay. ASU cranking up. What, what about this? I don't, have a, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I might have to get an ASU job. But, yeah. Uh, getting autographs from a different player. Love you, it. You love it? Love it. Why? Because How? you can still be a fan and play the game. That's true. I understand. And Peyton Manning, is. It, maybe it's because it was Peyton Manning. There's about six, six, or eight quarterbacks, six or eight quarterbacks in the NFL history that you could actually be like, or ten, Tom Brady. whatever, fifteen. Ten, according, you got Tony Romo in there, too. Go ahead. No, 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 no. Of all time? Every, oh, of all time. Oh, okay. Tom, Tony Romo's like top 12. No, I'm playing. I'm playing. No, 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 no. Got I'm joking. <laughs> um, but yeah, Peyton Manning, I love it. I love it. I, I do, too, but Jamal Charles, after the season. And you can get Peyton Manning's autograph after the season. I, Not at the... Game. Yeah, huh? No, not at the game. I don't. I don't think at the game. I, I was a fan of Ronnie Lott. Uh, 
I didn't want his autograph until I was till I could get it, till it made sense to get it. It didn't make sense. Um, what's Jason Seahorn? I told Jason after the game, I said, during the game, I'm like, I like those shoes because he had some shoes made. We were both with Nike, but his just seemed to somehow his be better. Yeah. Way better. I said, I want them shoes. Because they're not Jason Seahorn. And I didn't think about Jason Seahorn's a good guy. He's stunned. I, 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 didn't, I didn't think about it. Not the way you think he's a stud. I think he's a good game, football player. And after the game, he bought me some shoes, oh. brand new pair of shoes. But I didn't think about it, so I don't know. Well, and there was a lot of talk with Cam Newton this week, too, playing his idol, Michael Vick. I mean, and not being able to play his idol. But that was the whole thing, my childhood idol, my childhood idol. And, he, and then, you know what? No one could control that. We could just make opinions on it because you do. I, I had an interview with Ronnie Lott and Bill, who's the big officer line for the, for the 49ers. Well, no. No, no, not Romanowski. But I'm going to San Francisco, and you know how they pick people before the game or the day before the game. Uh, this is what Ronnie Lott was doing, TVs and interviews. So I, I go in there, and he said, you want to interview me? I'm like, I'm excited, but then I go in there, I'm like, dang, this Ronnie Lott. Guys who you patting your game after, guys right. who you respect, who played the game the way it's supposed to be played, who played all over the field, every field, every position. I mean, maybe he got away with it because he played a different position, because he was a running back. Yeah, see, I will, me getting an autograph from running lot makes sense. I'm a running back. I don't know why I would go get Peyton Manning. I'm going to get Tony Dorsett or, or, you know, somebody Gale Sayers. Get, yeah, yeah, somebody I put my game after. And if I want Peyton Manning's autograph, I'll call, I'll tell my equipment guy, exchange something with Peyton Manning. And Peyton Manning is the type of guy who would do that. Right. You Lamar Charles, Peyton Manning, yeah, I would do that for him. I would do that. Maybe he wants to go to a different team. So maybe he's, Who, he's Charles. Yes, yeah, so maybe he's pissing off the the front office so he can actually get to a team that could have a chance know. to win. I, I think that was just like he's, you said. I think that was just you're still a fan of the game. You're still a fan. He's of a young Peyton guy. Ron Charles is a young guy. Yeah, but he watched Peyton when he yeah. was when he was in college and high just school. Just like uh, Cam Newton and Michael Vick. Yeah, yeah. he couldn't play against them. And we all have our favorites growing up, or our, what was it, role models they had. We always have. We always have those. Models. But yeah. I wouldn't. I wouldn't talk to my brother doing a football game. No, it was after the game. I went uh, after the game. Yeah, when I'm when I'm in the locker room and depends on who won or lost. I, I see. We, that's my brother. I see you another time. That's right. And if, if I and if he came to my stadium, I make sure I ask him if he need anything. I make sure I have it ready for him after the game. But I have somebody to take it to him. I'm like, all right, man. Well, I see you when I, we get home. I see you at the family reunion. Real quick, Colin Kaepernick or Alex mm. Smith. Mm. And, oh, and let, let me give you mine before. Alex Smith. See, and here's the thing. I agree with you. I think Colin Kaepernick is due for a blow up. Like a three pick, I don't want fumble game. Up. No, no, I don't either, but I think it's perfect. He had two good games and maybe look at the defense. If the defense gives up a lot in the rush game, then you might be able to start Colin Kaepernick cuz he can do that also. But if they have a stingy run defense, there's no reason of Colin Kaepernick well, he in the was game. Good. That's the same guy who moved up in the draft to go number, go in the second round, uh coming out of nowhere in college. Um pretty much nowhere, but he moves up to the second round because he had great combines. I'm going to Alex Smith because Alex Smith still can play. They he's proved that that's he's his team. That, yeah, 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 yeah. But and, and it's, a, it's a great problem to have two quarterbacks. Mm -hmm. Great problem to have. Cardinals need one. We'd of like those to have one. We'd like to have one. We'd like to have one of those guys. Yeah, I don't. Okay, at, at the end of the day, doesn't get injured every other play. Right. All right. Well, we didn't ask you, Deborah. How was your Thanksgiving, real quick? It was good. It was really good. Oh, Lincoln. Lincoln. Isn't it awesome? Holy man. Lincoln? Yeah. Good movie. Awesome. Um, Good is movie. that uh, Holy is man. Is that uh, Abraham Lincoln? Uh-huh. Is it? Uh-huh. Yes. Not Lincoln Kennedy. Uh, yeah. That's not Lincoln. I know, know him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know him. Big dude. No. Definitely, it was amazing. Definitely worth seeing. The end. What, what, and I hated go, history. In what's school. going on with the uh, district? Oh, God, yeah. 
What's going on with the uh, autism? Um, Lots of really good things. Real quick. Had a great uh, group of committee meetings, a lot of, uh, lot of people in the group that are um, players, you know, that are going to be able to get out there and get some uh, connections made, get some funding coming in. I'm working with family right now that uh, uh, mother actually got, uh, almost got her ribs busted the other day by her son out in public who's 17 years old and had a behavioral fit, and oh. nobody came to help her. Because they're afraid Everybody to. Everybody This, this, turn, this turned into New York, huh? You just mm -hmm. let it happen on the subway and well, and like as you don't I, see it. as I told her, because she didn't understand why they were doing that and they didn't come over to help her, at least say, how can I help you? Because um, she was being bitten as well as he rammed his head into her ribs and stuff. And it's because people don't understand. They're searching their yeah. database of their minds to figure out so, where is something similar to this and they can't find it. Real so they quick, stand and watch. Sounds of Autism. Dot com or Sounds dot of autism.org, balanceofspectrum.com. Yeah, check it out. And don't Facebook. forget the uh, Sports, uh, dot com. You can go up there and do some mm -hmm. blogging. I might get one of y'all the password to blog. I don't know. Alex will be uh, hosting the show next week. Um, oh. So, um, okay. or Deborah. <laughs> Which one? <laughs> no, it don't be me. Hey, yeah. <laughs> I'll be hosting the show next week. Thanks, Cindy Liska, Deborah Debris, Alex Clancy. Check out the uh, yourclearish.com, Deborah Debris, Clancy Corner. Have a happy birthday. And happy birthday to me. Uh-huh. Happy, said, oh, happy. We'll be 5 0 or what? 5 1, boy. <laughs> we'll, be, we'll, be, we'll be back on the air, though, before my birthday, won't we? No, no. it's Monday. Oh, it's Monday. Mm. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> I'm getting sexier and sexier, baby. <laughs> sexier and sexier. Hey, Quam, thanks, everybody, in the, uh, what's this wall back here? In the studio? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> in the booth. <laughs> in the booth. In the booth. We need to get some cameras in here. We, we, we too pretty not to be on air. Hey, Quam Live Sports Talk, uh, soundsofautism.org. Uh, the Quam Lassen Foundation, NFL alumni. Check that out. We got big things popping. See you. See you next week. Thanks for tuning in this week. Come back next Tuesday at noon Eastern Time, 9 a.m. Pacific Time, for another edition of Kwame Lasseter's Sports Talk on the Voice America Sports Network.